0: Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Bettsburts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always is Mr. Andy molitor with a special Friday surprise. There's so much to get through. We bring in Mr. Matt Rooney for a little bit of Bettsburts bro time. Andy, how are we doing? Matt, how are we doing? I guess I'll start with you, Andrew.
1: Yep, good. I'm all right. Golf went okay yesterday. The, uh, daily ma- the daily matchup I gave out here was a loser, but the other ones went 4-1. and one, So, like I said, get the Discord so I don't just give you the losing bets on the show. You want to bet all of them. That would be the best way. And congrats to our own Ron Kloss at PGA Splits 101. He does the thing. Um, it's reminiscent. A lot of people like to do it this way and I like this system. The put-together 10 you know, to put together the ten or so first round leader bets, and I'll bet them all for smaller amounts because they're huge prices. And caught one, Munoz. Munoz, eighty to one, held up through the whole afternoon. So, good job to him getting us a getting us a nice little winner there. So, golf is golf is fun. If you hit a first round leader, you just get a free roll through the weekend. Like it takes the sting out of everything else that happened. So, I'm cheering for Yako Neiman at this point. Is my outright who is semi-close to the lead at this at this uh, juncture a lot of golf yet though
0: i can dig it did you get into golf this week at all maddie and i'm sure we'll talk hockey soon but how's all that going
2: i did not touch any golf this week with with the pga coming up next week i just i I was kind of busy with hockey and didn't really get too much into golf uh hockey went well for me last night i hit a nice little uh eastern conference parlay had a had a maple or excuse me a lightning and a a bruins money line parlay also took Connor McDavid uh, to score and first goal score. So it's in, last night was a was a good night for me. It actually paid off for my uh, my losses in Minnesota Wild futures. So I think it balanced things out pretty evenly there.
0: I can dig it, and I mean, last night was a bit of a double edged sword for me. It's always sad to watch my Sixers lose, especially as pitifully as they did. It was a mess of a game. Poor Joel Embiid was barely jumping. Uh, everybody looked kind of like they just run out of stuff, and I think. um, they cut to Glenn Rivers during one of those breaks where they show, you know, what the coach is talking about on the sideline. And I've been still trying to find footage of it. I wish I had recorded it or DVR'd it. If anybody has footage of this, but the Let's Go, it was absolutely an all time lame Let's Go. It was just tremendous. But it's over. Joel Embiid is safe. He's not going to get hurt again. Maybe Mr. Rivers will move on. Did you guys watch any of either basketball game?
1: Didn't catch the late one, but yeah, the Suns kind of took it in the teeth. I didn't catch up on. What happened there? I don't know. I I guess we're going to have some game sevens here. We might have another couple tonight. We've got two more home teams. And I mean, basically counting on it based on the refereeing that we're going to probably see in the Buck series. And then the like Drew, I, I mentioned this to Drew yesterday, just in the DMs with him. And I said, what's the deal with Grizz Warriors? And he's like, he's like, did." He's, i didn't he said this is his quote and i'm paraphrasing a little he's like i didn't see anything the grizzlies did that isn't completely repeatable again he's like uh, he's like i it feels like that series is in trouble too if you're a warriors backer where they could absolutely just take it to him again and doesn't matter what the Obviously, the spread is eight. If, if you do believe that, there's a uh, maybe a bet to be made. But I'm just probably going to take these in tonight. I'm guessing it's like a 7-9 kind of split for timing. I like them when something, we get to the point where they have them offset like this.
0: Something like that. And yesterday, discretion was the better part of Valor. I kind of leaned towards the over in that Sixers game, never had a chance. Thought it, The Suns would close things out, never had a chance. So kudos for not, you know doing stuff when you don't like to do it. And I look at it again tonight, and I'm really just thrown off. I've got a bunch of bucks futures in my pocket, so I'm just kind of letting those ride. I've got basically enough on Milwaukee in this game in general. As Andy mentioned, the NBA playoffs featuring Scott Foster returned tonight. It should be interesting to see if he makes a difference um, a spoon in Vegas, uh, who was on the deep dive, made a good point. Although he has some sort of incredible run on teams um, who are about to be closed out. He actually had the opposite run. He was the closer for a little while. So it's hard to tell. It's all small sample size stuff. And you would think that the NBA wouldn't like necessarily this amount of attention on a ref. And I think if something were going on, maybe they would have started trying to do stuff to avoid this. So it leads me to believe that it's not that much nonsense. At the end of the day, the Bucks are at home. They played a really great fourth quarter in that last game. We'll see if Boston can come out and re- really hunker down. I mean, it's hard for teams to come back on moments like that. The number looks just about right to me. Kind of like the under, again, similar to what I liked last game. Um, it ended up going over, but we're basically looking at the same number here. So, um, you know, maybe take a look at whatever team you think loses the game. Take a team total under there. Um, I might end up with either one of those, but right now, just hard for me to wrap my head around that. And same thing with this Grizzlies Warriors game. The last couple games, I've been on record as saying anything could happen, and it seems to continue to happen. From a personal interest standpoint, this is my chance to hit the middle on um, Warriors minus one and a half games, Grizzlies plus two and a half games. If the Warriors can close it out tonight, I get to win both of those, which is very nice. Overall, I think the Grizzlies have value. They've had value in just about every game in this series. I think they're four and one now in this series in terms of going against the spread and even without morant they just continue to push this warriors team they have a ton of depth and um, drew made a good point on the deep dive earlier too as well i believe he mentioned that um, the net rating for the grizzlies goes up a little bit their defense gets much better now it's you know in minutes without morant they're generally playing backups and things so there's a little bit of noise around that but the grizzlies are resilient so i I wouldn't hold it against you if you like the grizzlies plus eight kind of lean that way but cheering for the warriors tonight so yeah in the first game maybe look for some unders in the second game maybe uh, grizzlies plus the points but hard for me to feel great about either
1: i'm i'm with i want the warriors to win by six tonight like i, I have some warriors futures but i think the eight's too much i'm probably going to play that because i will need some friday night action Uh probably maybe I'll, maybe i'll run at hockey at what time are these games matthew uh,
2: i believe we got a uh, either a six six or, six or six thirty uh puck drop that's central time so seven seven thirty puck drop for the uh Right it'll be seven, seven thirty, and then you, whatever, eight thirty or nine o'clock for the the game. So there, yeah, Flames Stars game. They do it. They've done a nice job. Nine thirty
1: Eastern, a yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but we do have uh, three more tonight. Three more series could be closed out. I think we'll probably see at least one game seven after last night. We had a couple forced into game seven. I don't know. It sounds like none of you watched the hockey last night, but the Maple Leafs Lightning game was just wildly entertaining you don't have to be a hockey fan to know that the toronto maple leafs are a little bit cursed when it comes to being in the getting out of the first round and uh they had all the chances in the world last night to close out tampa they had a they they committed one kind of soft penalty that tampa sold a little bit and then shortly after tampa took another high sticking got a five on three and tied it tied it up late in the third overtime toronto absolutely just dominated and won wipe out from Austin Matthews and a turnover later Tampa somehow comes out to win the game. So that's, that's going to be a really intriguing game seven tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yeah. We have three game sevens tomorrow yeah, no night. Pressure Tonight we have a, uh, no, no pressure. I think that game, I was talking about it with a buddy earlier. It's going to be a blowout one way or the other, either the Leafs are <laughs> going to like get the first one and then they're just going to kind of roll and the monkey's going to be off their back and they, you know, they're going downhill Or Tampa's going to score first, and it's going to be here we go again, and it's a four-to-one win for Tampa or something in Toronto. But either way, I mean, the the Leafs are like the soap opera of the NHL. That's just going to be must must must-watch game seven action either way there.
0: Tough for Beat Leafs fans, especially tough for any Leafs fans who might also be Arsenal fans, if Andy can remember who I'm talking about. But yeah, uh, it's... It's rough. The city of Toronto kind of, it's this team used to be really great. You go back. It's one of my favorite things to do look at Stanley cup champions. Cause it's just huge of teams and that was when the league was a little bit smaller, but it's just been mm-hmm. so long. I mean, what do you got for us tonight?
2: I uh, got a couple picks. I'm going to stay away from penguins and Rangers. I was on the penguins money line in game five and they were kind of, they're up to nothing kind of well on their yeah. way to closing out the Rangers. And then Sidney Crosby takes a big hit, goes down, he's out and the Rangers get a goal and, kind of that wakes up the young, talented team and gives them the spark they need. I don't really know what's going to happen tonight. I believe the the Penguins are plus 100 on the money line at home, which leads me to believe that Sidney Crosby is probably not going to play because I would think they'd be favorites at home in a game six closeout situation. But as I'm going to guess Crosby's out, but I don't want to touch that one until I know for sure. And usually with the Stanley Cup playoffs, you don't really know who's in or out until warmups happen. I, I don't expect to see him on the ice tonight, but I guess we'll find out. Uh, in the Panthers Capitals game, I think the Panthers win tonight. I wanted to get, get creative and not take their you know minus one eighty two money line. Uh, Alexander Barkov, their captain, their best player. He's been really good all series and he's gotten better as the series has gone on, as most players on most of the best players on really good teams in the playoffs do. They get better. They become your best players later later in series. I have his over three and a half shots on goal at plus one twenty four. He's gone over that total four of the uh, five games so far in this series and the one game he didn't, he had three. So he was right there. He had six shots on goal in the game five win. Um, He's their best player. He's their captain. He's their leader. I expect him to kind of take ownership of this game tonight and try and kind of be the driving force in burying the capitals. So I see him getting a bunch of chances and going over that total. And I really like it at plus money. And then I wanted to find a way to take the flames. Uh, I'm going to take their 60 minute money line and the under five and a half in regulation. That's one of those um, performance doubles you can find on FanDuel. I think the Flames are going to win tonight. I think the Stars had their chance in Game Five to really grab control of that series. They kind of dominated the Flames through two periods. They were leading one to nothing, and Calgary was doing nothing offensively. Calgary comes back in the third period. Storm scores a couple goals, and that was kind of I think that was kind of the series. I don't think it goes over though because this series has gone under. I believe every game except for one, and the reason it went over in one was the uh, was was an empty netter jake ottinger's been if you, if you like goalies standing on their heads in, in playoff series jake ottinger's been that guy for dallas he's been amazing um i think he's going to play well tonight i just don't think that the stars have enough and i kind of think that that was their their last gasp in calgary to went to get ahead in this series so i think the flames come out on top and win like a three to one game in regulation kind of control the uh, control this one they're the better team i think they advance they have the better coach the playoff proven kind of Bench boss, so I, I like them and the under plus two fifty on the money line.
1: We have to do exact score bets. I'm gonna to try to find those. <clears throat> now that you a, a three to time. a
2: three to one exact score in that flame stars. I think. Yeah, be remember, be a, remember
1: when I did that with one. the Bulls game, Alex, and then it went I to do. overtime and got that landed on that exact total. Every once in a while, that's fun. That's super fun. Yeah, the empty net that. goals. Empty net goals are are like watching the goalie come out in a game that's probably not in doubt but the total is mm-hmm. that's like Mitch Trubisky dropping back in his own end zone or like remember Deshaun Kaiser when that year for the Browns where like every, every game would be within like a score of the, of the spread or the total and Kaiser would have the ball late. The game would be, you know, decided, but it's like, man, he is going to throw a pick six. Sorry. I had to throw <laughs> Trubisky. Eight in.
2: He doesn't play for the bears anymore. That's not very nice. Be nice to Mitch. He's a nice guy. But, you know, like even you see now, I guess the analytics tell teams that it's smarter to start pulling your goalie earlier. So mm-hmm. when you have these unders and you have under six and a half and the score is, you know, four to two and a team pulls their goalie with four and a half minutes left, you're like, oh, come on. Not great, Bob.
0: No. Well, men hitting pucks with crooked wooden sticks. Andy's got men hitting tiny little balls with crooked metal sticks.
1: Look at this! I got a blister from the Same driving way. range yesterday. I don't know, sure you can see this. That's not just
0: really. my Stop watching. That looks very very right go. there, right there. Oh, oh my god!
1: I don't know. Like, where's the? There's like three holes in this camera. I don't know which one's which. I'm not very good at this tech thing. But yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I. holes go- again. I golfed yesterday. I didn't hit any in holes. It was just driving range, but. Good, some good shots, some bad shots. You know, you gotta hit a couple that keep you coming back. Same thing yesterday, like I mentioned, decent job in the day-to-day bets. I made seven of them today. A few have started. One of them is winning by seven strokes. As Dylan Fratelli decided not to show up to golf today, apparently, which is nice. I bet against him. Other one is still up in the air as Vegas and Champer within a stroke. A couple I did like for later today. This one doesn't start until 2.17 p.m. my time. Uh, Hudson Swafford over Michael Thompson. This is something I bet, I feel like I may have bet over Thompson yesterday as well. I bet this exact matchup yesterday didn't win. Going right back to the well, numbers didn't change any of these guys. If they're going to give me the same price, I'm going to take it again. Feel like it was. I have to go check their scores. It was close yesterday, but I often will do this in round ones and twos, where I'll play the same the same matchup again. If I honestly, if I'm feeling like the numbers are still within somewhere, I want to be betting it. And then also from yesterday, another one I bet yesterday, and was a little surprised at, but still did win. Sebastian Munoz over Matt Kuchar. Uh, Kuchar had a really nice day. I didn't expect him to play as well on this course as he is. But uh, obviously, Sebastian Munoz set a course record. It is hard to lose a single round matchup when you set a course record. So he won, I think the two men combined to go 18 under in one matchup. But I was a clear winner in that one going right back to the well on that. I don't expect Munoz to play anywhere near to where he played yesterday. Um, It is going to be one of those. All of these late ones are going to be a little windier in the afternoon. So. Tougher, but I expect Kuchar to struggle as well. This is one thirty-three p.m. These Both these men have the same tee time today. So looking at some golf that starts here in a few hours, Munoz over Kuchar was, what, minus 110. And Swafford Huddy, pride of Georgia over Michael Thompson, minus 105. And uh, like I said, cheering for Jack Neiman, who's 5 under through 11. And only, where is he? Only two shots off the lead right now. So I got him at 33 to 1 pre tournament. Praying. Got a back to back outrights in two weeks. I, have to just take a week. I was just about to say I'd take a week off. Like I can't do that. There's a major next week. What are you nuts, Andy? Jesus. Um, Tennis, though. How's tennis going, noobs? How are the outrights looking?
0: We're doing okay. We got Maria Sakkari to win her oh. quarter. Now, Zachary did knock off our golf outright, but she's up a set and a break here. This is the sound of me knocking on wood against Elmster straborov She can close out there. That kind of pays for the weekend, and we've got Sabalenka and Anna Samova our last two outrights playing for the privilege to probably get smoked by Iga Swiatek in the semifinals, but we'll see. It's been a year long of, I think, it feels honestly like I've lost hundreds of outrights this year to Iga Swiatek, but it's probably only about 20, so. <laughs> 20 or so. We'll see if maybe Sabalenka can get it done. Um, should be pretty good, but one pick for us today. This match will start, looks like maybe about an hour, maybe a little bit longer. It's next up on center court here after Casper um, Rude and Denis Shapovalov finish up here. Casper Rude took down the first set. Um, they're on serve here, I expect, again, that set to take at least another 45 minutes, and then generally there's a little bit of a break. So you've got some time to put this in. Daria Kasatkina has had a really nice week. She generally plays well in slower conditions. Jill Teichman, someone who was also generally a pretty good clay player, but um, has struggled a little bit more this week is starting to get, I think maybe a little bit from fatigue after having a couple long weeks and a long runs and at the same time, as players start to peak in that way, you see the market kind of price them a little bit higher than they should be again, not taking into account that fatigue and maybe over um, estimating, if you will, the more recent performance. So Casa 110. I have her closer to minus 130, minus 135 here. So probably draw the line right at minus 115. But like her chances to get it done again, probably about an hour or so after we finish the show, maybe a little bit later than that.
1: Yeah, I'd like her to dominate this and then injure herself. Not badly, but injure herself on the final point of the match, <laughs> giving uh, Zachary a walkover into the finals. And it is it is Sabalenka who uh, prevailed 2 1 over. Amanda Anasimova. Finally so beat ugly.
0: her and never beat her before.
1: Yeah, that was a that was like grudge match. It did go three sets, which obviously if I looked at that yesterday, I'd have been like, shit, we should just bet overs in the old uh, the ugly, not the ugly grudge match, kind of a pretty grudge match. But Iga, what, what do you think the price is in that one? I'm sure it's up somewhere already. Iga Savalinka.
0: Let me double check and see if anybody's opened it. I mean, Iga's going to be a very heavy favorite. Off the top of my head, I think it starts with a minus two um maybe 250 somewhere in that range um we'll see i mean seven has been competitive over there but i just or no i'm sorry look at this iga minus 370 is the soft Jesus opener here. Christ um, in the and i still don't know so i'm looking at sabalinka plus 280 we'll see where that settles again it's open at paramatch and n1 bet so these aren't necessarily real openers we'll see what pinnacle opens at i'm a little surprised that iga is that big of a favorite but she continues to just beat the crap out of everybody so what are you going to yeah. do
1: yeah i don't have a a mat, para match bet account or whatever the fuck you just said like <laughs> those are those are like the check n1 Republic no you don't have an n1, n1 bet account those those are like the eastern european books that like open these up first so I mean, he hasn't lost ooh. a set for 3 weeks yeah it's been it's been I'm dominating. sorry she's
0: lost one set in 3 weeks it's just
1: Brickdaddy69420 from the Twitch chat has a good idea. Sackery and daiquiris this weekend. I don't even love daiquiris, and I might drink. I'm more
0: of a pina colada man. guy.
1: Yeah, I. You know what? The only time I will the drink tea, either tea of those theirs. is uh, when you're at an all-inclusive. Just like, yeah, just dump me some of that and pour some rum in it. Here we go. So take your largest
0: vessel, fill it with pina colada, double the alcohol. I'll be where, back in an hour.
1: Where are your fish balls? All right. Well, that's, that sums it up for the week. NBA, no NBA picks really, but you know, you know what? I'm going to go out and say Memphis plus eight. That's an Andy bonus pick just so we had NBA NHL golf and tennis picks today. (laughs) Thank you again to our sponsors, profit exchange where you can get signed up for their newsletter in the show notes or in the YouTube notes, get signed up there to take advantage of their best bonus when they go live in new jersey betting exchange in america and then also to prop swap or you can buy and sell your futures parlay all kinds of tickets it doesn't have to it can be let's see they should get fast enough where you can just sell clv you know like i bet the i bet the mets yesterday and now it's like minus 250 do you want this cheaper ticket I wonder if that's ever going to be a thing, if people are going to start searching there. But a lot of futures tickets. We are coming up in a major. You can start looking for some, uh, maybe some prices you want on a few guys next week in Southern Hills. So check that out. Links, like I said, in the show notes. Hit the thumbs up. You can't, Rick Daddy, because you're on Twitch. But if you're in the YouTube, I don't know, but send send something, like send one of those fun stickers or whatever you can do in Twitch. YouTube, though, hit the thumbs up and then. For Alex and Matt and producer Dan and bet spurts and sports in general. Catch you. Have a good weekend.